Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. With traffic and weather together every three minutes on the twos. All day long. And, quick reminder, if you're lost, you can look and you will find me. Time after time. If you fall, I'll catch you. I will be waiting. Time after time. Got nothing else to do. Nothing else to do. That's the kind of time I have on my hands, time after time. Uh, welcome to it. We're going to talk to uh, Jason Whitlock in uh, at the bottom of the second hour mm-hmm. today. So that should be fun. He writes some great articles. And Brave, you know, they're always calling these lefties, these woke people brave. What's brave about that? Mm-hmm. If you're going with the prevailing nonsense... There is nothing brave well, about that. Well, in considering his show on Blaze TV <clears throat> is titled Fearless, it works yeah. out beautifully. Yes, it does. Because <laughs> he really is. So uh, we'll talk to him. Uh, it, also, scumbag activists yesterday were just disappointed to discover that Kirsten Cinema didn't actually run in the Boston Marathon. <laughs> so great. Suckers. I hope people traveled from all over the world to be there and hassle her. And then she's not there. <laughs> so great. Well, Kirsten qualified for and attended the race. She could not run because of her continued recovery from a broken foot. Mm. I thought, ah, uh, that kind of that taints it a little bit because I was hoping she did it just to thwart these doofuses that are continually hounding her. Cinema suffered the injury in June while running a marathon in Washington State. Jeez. She runs almost as many marathons as I do. Almost. Almost. Not quite. I mean, you know me. I'm a marathon enthusiast. I've got... Yeah. I don't know. My my entire vehicle is covered in 26.2 stickers. Yeah. Did, remember, <laughs> hey, off the air last week, we learned why it was 26.2. Mm-hmm. Jeff Fisher... Who was in this uh, studio with us was telling us how like like the Queen at the uh, Olympics in nineteen whatever it was oh eight or nineteen twelve in London wanted wanted her box to be at the starting line or whatever and mm-hmm. so they they lengthened the race a little bit and that's that's how it got its because uh, the original mm-hmm. was twenty five miles back in ancient Greece or something like that and so they kept moving it to I think that's a fun fact you don't get many of those from Jeff Fisher it all, it always goes back to the spoiled freaking royals though doesn't it mm-hmm. how many stories start with them the reason we do it this way is because uh back in 1463 uh the Windsor family mm-hmm. ah, all right 888-933-93 also <laughs> at Pat Unleashed on Twitter I'm just glad we don't have that issue here in the United States of America although we spend way too much time on their stupid royalty <laughs> talking about it all the time ever since and maybe I was just, you know, because I was becoming an adult, I was more aware of it when Princess Di had her wedding. But it seems like it really kicked into gear then mm-hmm. in the United States. I mean, it's always been a thing in England, but it really kicked in with the fairy tale wedding of Princess Di and and Charles. <laughs> uh, and now we find out, you know, years later that that was. I mean, he they had an arrangement that he was still gonna he was still gonna continue. Uh, betting down Camilla, oh, wow. Camilla Parker. Or oh, my her gosh. I've not, that's breaking news for me. Oh, really? Shows you how much I follow it. Yeah, apparently. Wow. Was, Wait a minute. It was it was pretty well known. He Wait. wasn't going to give that up. <laughs> Wait a minute. She's too hot. 
Wait, wait She's, a minute. She was too hot. What is that? That's Bruce. their arrangement? Yeah. Camilla so. Parker mm-hmm. Bowles? Yeah. Yep. You got a horse sound effect in there, Corby? Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> what in the world? And and of course, I believe right they're married now. Yeah, right? yeah, sure. Yeah, so. I don't know why you didn't do that in the first place. I, I think because Camilla was frowned upon by the royal family. I, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know what the okay. deal is. We got our own issues here. Mm-hmm. Like we're fighting for our lives for freedom in this country. We're tr- we're fighting for the Constitution like crazy. Please don't set it on fire. Please don't burn it to the ground. Please, let's get back to some semblance of order here and not chaos and oppression. How about that? Southwest Airlines uh, felt the pinch of it over the weekend when a bunch of employees are like, nope, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna walk out because you're trying to force a, a vaccine mandate down our throats. No. And they canceled 18, 1,800 flights. Well, there's a little message from a Southwest Airlines pilot talking about what they're doing. I've been an airline pilot for 18 years, and now I'm facing an ultimatum. Not a choice, but an ultimatum. I'm being told in order to continue my career as an airline pilot, Mm -hmm. I must be vaccinated. Which really means I have to choose between putting food on the table for my family and my freedom of choice. Whether you believe in vaccination is the right thing to do or not, the situation goes far beyond health. We, the American people, have fought for freedom for 257 years. We go around the world spreading ideas of freedom and democracy. We help other countries and people fight for their freedoms while ours are being stripped away. You may think being forced to wear a mask or get a vaccination is insignificant, but when you begin to compile mandate after mandate and loss of freedom after freedom, it becomes very significant. Mm-hmm. As each thing is taken away, we face what is known as the shifting baseline syndrome. This syndrome changes our idea of a new and acceptable normal. Soon, we will not remember what it was like to have the freedoms we once did. Our children and our grandchildren will experience less freedom, and they won't have the privilege or the pleasure to enjoy the same choices our parents had or that we have. If we give in to these mandates and we do not stand up for our freedom of choice, we dishonor every armed service person over the last 257 years. A disservice to the people who have fought and bled for the very freedoms we enjoy. Mm-hmm. Whether you believe in vaccination or not, I'm standing up for your freedom of choice. You may support the vaccine mandates because they fall in line with your current beliefs. But if we let this happen now, there will be a day when what you're told to do will not fall in line with your beliefs. If we do not stand together with your beliefs. and fight back in one voice, soon we could be told <laughs> where to live, what job we will do, what religion to believe, and how yeah. many children we can have. True. Do you really want someone telling your children or your grandchildren what, when, and how they will live every minute of their lives? It's time we take a stance. It's time we fight for our freedom of choice while we still can join us mm-hmm. man that's i mean he's absolutely right he is yeah hung up on a couple of things there though yeah yeah uh, the 257 years what why then why what I, i'm trying to think what was the specific event in 1764 well, uh, 1764 that, yeah 1764 uh-huh. that he's referencing well, I, I googled that because that i was hung up on that again, too. because the boston tea party was 1773 
right? Okay, sure. I think. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but- uh, the, and then, of course, the Declaration of Independence, 1776, the Constitution, 1787, and, and ratified in 91. Yeah, well, you're probably uh, looking past, <laughs> unlike our pilot friend, the Sugar Act. The Sugar Act. That really, that... <laughs> Drew the ire of some colonists. Okay. Uh, also, All right. you, you also, you know that that's also when the Currency Act passed. Remember that? Oh, of course. That really Who doesn't? I mean, that that's what sparked the revolution. Mm-hmm. That's when we started fighting for freedom 257 years ago. Am I right? Who's with me on that? Oh, maybe it was... The uh, pilot is. Maybe it's when uh, the English <laughs> Parliament passed a measure to reorganize the American customs system. Yes. The bastards. Yes. Messing with our customs system. Exactly systems. right. 200 and... 57 years ago, if I'm not, that's, it's emblazoned in my mind. <laughs> it's seared yeah. into my memory. Right. Like yeah. Texas has, remember the Alamo. Yeah. The Revolutionary War battle cry was, remember 1764 Custom House Reorganization. Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little cumbersome, but man, it was worth it. It was worth it because people were pissed. <clears throat> 257 years. I mean, can we ruin <laughs> everything that's good? I mean, I yes. really appreciate them and standing we do. up. And, and they're we, getting a, I, I do too. A lot of support. A lot of support on social and media. And they should. And the, the woes continued yesterday for Southwest. They had what? They had to cancel. More cancellations. Yeah, like 10% of their flights were canceled. 40% were delayed. Okay. So uh, it's continuing. There was one other thing I got hung up on. Oh. You know. The, oh, the closed caption stuff? Yeah. The. <laughs> our beliefs. Instead of beliefs, Look, they're in a hurry. They got to get this out to press. You Rob, know? Do you, can you oh, can no. you cue it up to that part where he talks about? You know, you might be sorry when it doesn't coincide with your beliefs. Okay, well, at least he didn't <laughs> say it wrong. It's whoever typed it. I'm not sure. Really? Yeah, that's why I want to see. Oh, you think it might have been him? Oh. I think it might have been. Oh but, my goodness! But maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if we can find that soon enough. I, yeah. but, well, you know, we shouldn't be tearing it apart no. because he's absolutely right. We're losing our freedoms, the ones we fought for since 1764. Yeah. I mean, when you start messing with custom houses. Yeah? I mean, that's don't, when Americans... Don't go there, Now it's personal. Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>, man. <laughs> but... Congratulations to him. For I love this. Up. I love this, and uh, I do too. I hope that this continues not only for Southwest but other <laughs> other companies as well. Because uh, this is when you cost them money, and mm-hmm. their st- oh, their stock went down like four or five percent yesterday too. Oh wow! So Did that it was really? fun to see. Jeez, that's how. I didn't see unfortunately, that. Unfortunately, that's how you're going to get this thing changed. Yeah. Yeah, that might change my beliefs. All I'm in not line sure. with your current beliefs. But if nope, we he let did. This okay. Now. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. No, go ahead. Keep going with it if you can. <laughs> or maybe you already. <laughs> I think that's the second time. It, yeah, it's the second it, time he says <laughs> no, it. No, no, no. That was the second time. The one you're referring to was before that. Oh Are you sure? I'm, there uh, will be a day when what you're told yes, to okay. do Positive. will not fall in line with your beliefs. Oh, there no, we go. Okay, oh. he did say beliefs. Somebody typed it wrong. <laughs> At least we got the mystery song, right? We did. We did. Thanks for finding that nugget in there, Rob. I <laughs> know that you. wasn't easy. Yeah, that's great. And he's right. Mm-hmm. He is right. One day you're going to be asked to do something that doesn't fall in line with your... Believes. Believes. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be sorry that you didn't stand up. And like, if you're, if you're me, that day is already coming. And then we're, we're mm-hmm. in it right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, eventually, well, what was the thing that uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer said? First... Uh, First they came for the 
Yeah. The the that pilots. Wasn't, that wasn't Diedrich Bonhoeffer. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. But, yes, first they came for the... Airline pilots. <laughs> airline pilots. And I wasn't an airline pilot, so I yeah. did nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exactly right. It's, it's right. It's exactly that's right. That's the same principle happening right now. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, they canceled 350 flights yesterday. 350. So that's not nothing, you know. Pilots Union accused the company of a botched response to what it said... It would have been a minor challenge for other airlines. The third straight day of canceled and delayed flights left passengers stranded and and pissed off from California to the East Coast. Mm, boy, that weather was just right. It was terrible. Yeah, that's what they said. They said Is that it was. What they said it what, was weather related. Yeah, weather and uh, traffic control related. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they won't even admit it. They won't even admit it. And it just so happens that Sunday. When this was happening, and I wasn't looking at the... Okay, look, I'm a weather geek, the end. Mm-hmm. But I remember specifically looking at the national radar. I think it had something to do with the NFL or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I looked at the map. It was not tragically bad weather around the country. It no. was a little rainy on the East Coast, but I think the planes work in the rain. I'm not positive. Can you get a plane wet? Is it? No, not, oh. not and have it fly. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, come on. Then I stand. That's that's crazy talk. My bad. Yeah, you don't want to fly a plane. Then maybe there was something to the Southwest official statement. Literally, (laughs) I heard Baghdad Bob when reading the press release from from Southwest. You know, it's like it's like no, it's it's the it's the weather. They are not near Baghdad. Don't Mm. believe them. They are nowhere. This is silly. (laughs) Right. It it is not a sick out. Uh, No, this is silly. Mm. Okay. That's great. Mm Weird that they won't admit it when everybody knows the truth. That's just stupid to do that. Yeah, I mean, you got the pilots hanging don't tread on me Gadsden flags out the side of a cockpit window. Yeah. I mean, you're telling me, what, is that just a coincidence? Look at that. That's a great shot right there. Oh, yeah, it is. I love that. Huh. Yeah, he's just just, uh, flying his flag. It has nothing to do with anything going on. (laughs) Yeah, just what they do. Well, he always flies that flag in bad weather. In bad weather, yeah. Oh. Always in bad weather. Okay. Because I guess it helps the other plane see them better. It's yellow. It's, it's, yeah, it's flapping out, out there. And you're like, oh, there's that plane, that right. 737 I otherwise would not have seen if not for that flag flapping. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Right, right. It's not that they're fighting for important mm-hmm. freedoms no. that we've been fighting for since 257 years ago yeah. in 1764. It has nothing to do with that. <laughs> Yeah. It's just a yellow flag. It it's a yellow to, flag, to, that's all. has to be seen by other so, pilots up in the skies. So shut up. Shut up, right. Uh, but, you know, Greg Abbott here in Texas, mm-hmm. he's saying no mandates, no vax mandates for even private businesses in this state now. So this is going to be interesting. Since How Southwest, can he enforce that, though? Right. Well, he wants the legislature. Right now it's an executive order, but Southwest Airlines, uh, <clears throat> if I were them, I would take that lifeline. Be like, oh, look, haha, we can't do this now. Yeah, I would too. Because <laughs> they're based here. And it is kind of a lifeline to them. If you, you know, if you don't want to run out of employees, you know, to, I don't know, keep your business running, then you could grab onto this and say, look, yeah, we, all right, we were going to comply with the executive order from President Biden, but we can't because of, uh, the darn mm. Greg Abbott here in Texas. And then you just use that. Why not? Yeah. I'm sure he wouldn't care. The COVID-19 vaccine is safe, effective, and our best defense against the virus, but should always remain voluntary and never enforced, and according a, to Greg Abbott. Quote from uh, that's perfect. 
Yeah, it shows. Look, we don't believe that the vaccine is necessarily killing anybody, but they should be able to choose. And no matter what they're, no matter what the criteria they're using to make that decision, hmm. that you can't force them to do it. If they just think, uh, if they think it's going to poison them, then they should be able to make that decision. If they just think it's going to make them sleepy for a couple of days and they don't want to do it, <laughs> you shouldn't force them. If uh, they think they'll be perfectly fine, but they just don't want to, just because, there you go. You should let them decide. I actually take issue with his statement that they're safe and effective. Why doesn't he just say, "Look, some people see this as the solution, but it should be voluntary." Right. I don't know. Whatever. And you know, for a lot of people. They've had uh, no problems with it. Jeffy didn't have any problems. Haven't grown a third tail. He hasn't grown a third tail. That's right. Wow, Corby's quick today. That was really quick. Oh, man. I, I looked over. I thought, is Jeffy in here? I know. That uh, was amazing. Good yeah. job, Corby. Uh, so, you know, Jeffy was fine with it. Uh, my daughter-in-law uh, just got her second shot, I think, last week or the week before or something. And she was really sick for oh, a no. About a day or so. Mm. She said she'd rotate between um, incredible chills and then she was an, a, absolutely overheated. And then incredible chills. And then she was hot. And she was so tired she couldn't get up off the couch. And, you know, it just messed her up for a while. How old is she? Dizzy, headache, 23, 24. <sighs> well, I hope that that was a hey, don't worry about deal. it, though. Don't worry about it. Well, okay, yeah. I'm sure there's... Well, I'm not sure, but maybe there's not any, you know, long-term repercussions with this. We don't, ah, don't worry about it. What if there are? I don't know. Tough. Yeah. Take the vaccine and shut your mouth. Okay. How many times do we have to tell you right-wing kooks? Oh, man. Yeah. If you just shut up, uh, you'll be fine. We'll get you through this. Do you want we know to participate in society or not? <laughs> That's a great question. That's it. It's a great question. You know, and Americans have been participating in society since 1764. Oh, no. You want to lose that? Yeah. All right. Don't, don't. Good. Then let this be a lesson to you. <laughs> we should not be making fun of that guy. No. It was great. It was no. a great video. We shouldn't ruin everything. But, I mean, that, <laughs> that, that Customs House Reorganization <laughs> Act really... How it, many... If you've talked about it once... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe we've talked about it once, but our ancestors, that's what really, yeah. that was a call to arms, effectively. Right. Right. It goes far beyond health. Oh, we, no. the American people, have fought for freedom for 257 years. <laughs> right. Yep. There you go. The man said it. I can't argue with it. Mm -mm. All right. We are really proud uh, to welcome a brand new sponsor to the show, Preborn. Oh, yes. Preborn is the direct competitor to Planned Parenthood. While Planned Parenthood is about death and is essentially a death cult, preborn is about life and saving babies. You know, we've talked about this many times. Um, since Roe v. Wade, over 62 million babies in America have been aborted. Nearly one in four pregnancies are aborted. That's just outrageous. The Ministry of Preborn and Blaze Media partnering, partnering to help rescue 10,000 babies just this year. Wow. So 
we need your help here. What preborn does is provide free ultrasounds to women who, who are pregnant and considering abortion. Now, when a woman sees the ultrasound and understands that that's not a clump of cells, that's not broccoli, that's not a Volkswagen growing inside of them, that's a human baby. And they see that. And it changes their mind 80% of the time. 80%. This is such a great idea yep. to get behind. It's one of those things that is simple yet profound. And, and the positive effects from this campaign are, are literally life-saving. Exactly. This is one of the more important things, um, maybe the most important thing we've ever talked about and the best sponsor we've ever had. Um, you're the hero of every preborn baby in this nation as an ambassador for eternal life for every mom, dad, and family that walks into every preborn partner clinic. It's $28 to sponsor one ultrasound to help save a baby's life. 28 bucks. A $140 sponsorship, if you can afford it, gives five babies a chance at life. And right now, all these gifts are tax-deductible, tax too. Uh, then there's a leadership gift. Um, this is a big ask, but if you can afford it, I, I can't imagine a better thing to do with your money. An ultrasound machine will save countless lives for years to come. These machines cost $15,000. So if you could do that, but it starts at about $28 or whatever you can afford. Maybe you can afford $5 or $1. Every little bit helps. Help us rescue 10,000 babies' lives. To donate, uh, dial pound 250 pound 250 and say the keyword baby that's pound 250 baby or go to preborn.com slash pat pat gray unleashed i just love the fact that we're able to talk about preborn because mm -hmm. uh could there be a bigger issue I don't think so. So good. I don't think so. What a great cause. It's awesome. And to know that ultrasounds save 80% of the babies whose mothers see the ultrasound, it's really something. Yeah. I know in Texas when they had the uh, when they had the ultrasound law, was it Texas? I'm pretty sure it was. And that got struck down, of course, because it was, it was saving 90% of babies. So when Texas women saw that ultrasound, they're like, oh, my gosh. That really is a baby. And the reality comes home to them. It's a it's a big deal. So thanks for anything you can do. Uh, Preborn.com slash Pat. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, speaking of all of this, a man named Alex Stein <laughs> gave a speech here in Texas. Yeah. He was, uh, uh, quote, upset. He's upset about, about the abortion law. <laughs> Oh, boy. And here's what he had to say about Hello, it. Hello, Mr. Mayor, and thank you for allowing me this time to speak to you today. But unfortunately, the subject that I have to speak about is very traumatic and personal to me. With the new abortion legislation brought forth by the Texas Supreme Court allowing the heartbeat bill and limiting abortions to six weeks is incredibly unconstitutional. Bill Gates' father, William Gates Sr., would be so disappointed in his son for letting this bill pass, considering Gates' family involvement in starting Planned Parenthood with Margaret Sanger. Currently, I'm in a situation where I have three different birthing people pregnant at the same time, and I would like for all of them to have abortions, but unfortunately with this new heartbeat bill, we're unable to get the usual abortions that we often get. 
Uh, I don't like to use any contraception whatsoever because it hinders my performance. So that's why I depend on abortion as a 100% effective form of birth control. (laughs) But now that the state is making it almost impossible for birthing people to even get an abortion, I'm going to be forced to change my entire lifestyle. Roe versus Wade made it very clear that abortions are completely legal, and I wish Dallas would take a page out of New York's rule book and approve late-term abortion up to six hours after birth, because this would solve a lot of problems for expected parents that don't want to have the financial obligation of raising a child that they didn't plan for with money that they don't have. And although I'm perfectly capable of financially supporting a young child, and I know that I would get crazy amount of likes and comments on my TikTok and Instagram accounts from all the cool baby photos, and I could post them in Armani and Gucci baby gear, and it's very easy for me to find birthing people that want me to leave my seed inside them, but unfortunately, I don't have the time or the ability to change my vacations to Cabo San Lucas and Jamaica, because those are non-refundable flights. And I travel to many other international destinations on a regular basis, because my social media influence on Instagram is similar to that of Dan Bilzerian, Chrissy Teigen's but sadly with multiple children this could hinder my ability to travel and I know this may sound a little selfish but my doctor and psychiatrist both prescribed me an eat pray love lifestyle ever since my first ex-wife and her new fiance died in a fire at her old lake house that she received in the divorce settlement my two transgender children my two transgender children from the divorce Decca and Alex who are both on puberty blockers were just surrendered to child protective services until I can get my junk driving problem behind me because I recently got the DWI outside of the Olive Garden on Technology Boulevard after the all-you-can-eat pasta promotion they have. But, but regardless of all the Pinot Grigio and Fettuccine Alfredo, I sit here in front of the mayor and city council begging that you use some of the budgetary funds to hire attorneys and file a lawsuit against Governor Abbott. Just like you're suing for the mass mandate laws that are currently in place by the governor. Please do something to reverse this unjust, unconstitutional abortion ban so that I can go back to raw-dogging, birthing people that I meet outside of Arby's and drug rehabilitation centers. And if you're watching this online and you want to smoke Sister Sweets later and chill with me, hit my Instagram, Stein. All one word. And my Twitter, AlexDine99. Wow. <laughs> That's brilliant. That was awesome. Brilliant! I can't believe he kept it together, man. I know. There were some moments where he <laughs> came close there. Wow. Oh, boy, that's... Uh... How hated must he be <laughs> online? Oh, my. I can just imagine what's happening on Twitter to him right now. That is awesome. Start to finish. Brilliant. I love the beginning where <laughs> three women... Uh, three birthing three persons. birthing persons are pregnant because of him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's inconvenienced his life. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that you really know? stinks. He got pulled over for drunk driving uh, after going to the Olive Garden. It was all you could eat pasta night. <laughs> so much there. <clears throat> so much. Uh, and he's fighting for the right that we've had since 1764 to abort a child at any time. Including up to six hours after birth. Oh, I mean, how can you disagree with anything? Oh, the you points can't. that he was making you there. You can't. It's exactly their point. That's why they'll just, you know, call him names, level charges, tell him he's a woman hater, all of that nonsense. Racist. Anything you can pull out of your rectal cavity, uh, they'll throw at him. Wow. So, yeah. Bless his heart. Because... Uh, that was awesome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. <laughs> She's, 
Coming up in a few minutes, we're going to tell you about this Brian Williams situation, who he blames. Who does he blame mm. for Biden's awful approval numbers? He'll share that with you. Also, uh, the, the polls just keep getting worse for Democrats. So if it is, no matter who's causing it, they've really got to get it stopped because they're going to they're gonna lose next year and lose badly. I mean, a million things can happen between now and then. But if the election were this November, if the midterms were, you know, coming right up on us, can you imagine? They would lose. I think they'd lose complete control of the House. I think that goes to Republicans. And I think they get the Senate back. So mm. let's hope so. Let's hope that continues because that might be the only shot we have. Yeah, and I, I, I just, I think <clears throat> that this uh, premature withdrawal from Afghanistan was meant to be because remember, he had a losing streak going. He did. And he could have said, look at this. I'm the president that got us out of Afghanistan. And it actually turned into a crap show. Right. Yeah. Yep. It was an ass show. And uh, <laughs> couldn't happen to a better guy, could it? Mm-hmm. Than Joe Robinette Biden. He's good. Oh, good. He's great. You're not nearly as smart as I thought you were. <laughs> Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. You'd like to get in touch with us, uh, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Pat Gray Unleashed. We're talking about these worsening polls for Democrats. You know, Biden's approval rating is down to thirty-eight percent from Quinnipiac, which is normally Democrat-friendly. And so, you know, they kind of lead people to the conclusion that they want them to to reach. So for Quinnipiac to show 38% approval for this guy, that's significant. And now as both parties are gearing up for the 2022 midterm elections, Republicans continue to dominate poll after poll. If only the Republicans were better. If only the Republicans were worth anything, um, then this would really give you hope. I mean, it still gives me a modicum uh, or an emoji of hope. Is that what? Remember that oh, from yeah. emo- years ago with uh, emoticon? Emoticon. <laughs> An emoticon. Megan McCain. Yeah. Yeah. If the GOP gets power, Pat, what are they going to do with it? Yeah, that's the thing. I don't have any confidence that they'll do anything Which, good. By Maybe the way, they can block things. That's my hope. Yeah, right. Block well, things. Where is the GOP on pushing back on these mandates? <clears throat> I don't know. On a federal level, what? Where is? Where are they sticking up? Should for be people? much more prominent on that. No joke. Because we're just talking about freedom. Again, this is not anti-vax. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> this is Thank just. You. It's pro-freedom. It's pro-choice. It's pro-choice. Right. That's, That's all it is. is. Yes. Let us choose. No, but we got to protect the the protected people from the unprotected. Let's protect the protected from the unprotected. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do we have one of those? Let's see one of those. (laughs) Please get vaccinated. Please get vaccinated. I cannot stand the anti-vax community. You guys are selfish killers and you are killing everybody that you come in contact with because you are spreading the COVID. And I took an FDA approved vaccine that is safe and effective. And if you come in contact with me, you're putting me at risk. Well, technically, no, I'm, I'm, can't put me at risk. 
but you're putting public safety mm-hmm. on the right hello because if you come into a room with people who are fully vaccinated yeah. and, and we're protected then and you're yeah. not protected then you're okay then i'm what am i check your notes with the glasses on you're unvaccinated and we're vaccinated, then we're at risk because you, you're selfish. Right, thank you. Thank selfish. You. Selfish That's... killers. <laughs> selfish killers. She finally got to the crux of the matter, to the meat of the matter. All right. Uh, Gallup found that uh, the GOP, according to most Americans, the GOP can better protect the United States from international threats than the Democrats by a margin of 54-39. And then, of course, you've got your usual, I don't know, I don't know, percentage. Um, but it increased its margin from last year, 50-46. So it's the biggest gap in the party's favor on this question since 2015. Hmm. Nice. People are waking up. Most notably, the GOP also leads on the question of which party can keep the country prosperous by a margin of 50 to 41. That's the GOP's largest lead since 2014. Democrats led on this issue just last year, 48, 47. Things are turning around. And then there's the gut punch. Democrats historically have held a polling lead on the question of which party can handle the country's most important problem. It's open-ended question, with problems varying from voter to voter, of course. But the GOP leads that that particular issue for the first time since 2015 by a margin of 41-38. Mm. So by any metric on virtually any right. topic, the GOP has taken over the lead. Wow. So, so voters in America value the GOP more than the Democrats... Uh, no matter the issue. Yes. In every every category. For the first time since 1764. So. Wow. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Boy, the man. American people have fought for freedom for 257 years. That's right. <laughs> A grand old party is definitely really old, old. older than I realized. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Tom in Ohio. Hey, Tom, you're on the blaze. Hi, Pat and Keith. Uh, in fact, I, I promise I'm not stalking you. I actually called in yesterday. I was the one that was telling you about the Public Health England technical briefing. Okay. 23 mm-hmm. with that table five that showed that out of the 600,000 cases of Delta, um, of, there was 257,000 cases of unvaccinated people. Only 722 people died. So they gave a case fatality rate of about one-fourth of one percent, whereas the vaccinated people... Fully vaccinated people, uh, there was a case fatality rate of about 1%. Mm-hmm. What I didn't tell you yesterday was that there's other information in that same table of those 600,000 cases of Delta between um, that have occurred this year in England. That those have caused about 12,000 hospitalizations. Do you know how many hospitalizations were unvaccinated versus partially or fully vaccinated? It well, was, logic would logic would dictate that they're all unvaccinated, right? Exactly. right. Our, our, our mainstream media has been telling us that oh, it's only the unvaccinated that are taking up all the hospitals. Yeah, the actual breakout in England is six thousand and six thousand, fifty fifty. Fifty fifty. Wow. Our mass, 
Yeah, our mainstream wow. media, is, if you want to know why those poll numbers for the Democrats are so low, I think the Americans are realizing that we are being lied to. Yeah, I hope and so. People are seeing it in the hospitals. They may know that there's a lot of breakthrough cases, and vaccinated people are getting in the hospitals. So, mm-hmm. I th- like I said, I think this report is a smoking gun. And as I reminded you yesterday, the, in the latest version of that technical briefing, 24, that table has now disappeared. I think it's disappeared because it is a smoking gun. Sure. And I think our people should really look at it and use that as a weapon against them. It has a lot of great information in that table. Exactly. Uh, appreciate it, Tom. Really good information. Yeah, I mean, he talked about the hospitalization rate there was, what, about 50-50? Yeah. Don't forget, first week in October, the death rate in the state of Massachusetts, and these numbers are according, uh, you can go look them up, YouTube, uh, 54% of deaths in the state of Massachusetts, first week of October, were vaccinated. Wow. Uh, And just to give you an idea of how awful um, our situation is, in a news report in Edmonton, uh, they went into a, I guess this is an ICU unit, and you see the heartbreak of this person lying there in bed. Can we, do we have that photo of the the man in bed, and uh, he's probably dying Oh gosh! In it's, fact, it's so bad. Rob in fact, he's not breathing. Oh my he's gosh! He's not breathing. Should we right be now. showing this? Oh my gosh! Look at that. They even they even I guess as a precaution. I don't know. Is this a mm. COVID precaution? They cut off his legs, Pat. Oh my gosh! Look at there. Wow! He they, had COVID they, so bad they had to remove his legs. Oh, Ouch! Wow! Well, some doctors do that for profit. Uh huh. If, if you remember back to Barack Obama. Yes cut your feet off just for fun oh my goodness they get more money for that and this is the canadian healthcare system in action right here in edmonton look at that if you look very closely you'll find that's not a human being it is a like a crash test dummy oh it's like one of those little (laughs) cpr dummies that Uh they practice on Mm -hmm. we don't even need his legs they're just like nah whatever those are ancillary (laughs) okay (laughs) you couldn't find an actual person in the hospital with covid (laughs) you're trying too hard and you know what that is right there that's not a camera crew that just snuck into a hospital room and said, oh, oh, yeah, let's do this. Let's set it up like this. No. That was in coordination with the hospital employees themselves. <laughs> they had to get all the EKG uh-huh. and the whatever deal and tuck him in nice and neat. And that, waste all that time? That was a... Well, on a dummy. Yeah, how did they have that kind of time considering they're just, you know, overwhelmed with the, right. that with the patients? That's a great question. I mean, what is that? Surely they've got COVID patients in the in the hospital hallways. You could use their attention. Laying on the floor in the emergency room. Wow. And they had they took some time out to do the crash test dummy. Congratulations. Wow. Let me tell you about the real estate agents I trust. If you're looking to sell your home or buy a home or do both because you're relocating, these are the agents you need to help you through that process. Frankly, I hate it. Moving sucks. And so anything you can do to make the process easier, more profitable, super appreciated for me. And that's why we'd like to turn you on to Real Estate Agents I Trust. These are the best agents in any given area. Been carefully vetted. This is Glenn's company, so his team has really carefully vetted these people to make sure they have great marketing uh, plans and great track records. Because if past performance does indicate future success as well in this particular case. So if you're buying, if you're selling, if you're doing both, please contact Real Estate Agents I Trust. You're going to love these people. 
Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray is unleashed. Also in Canada, in Ontario, a mother was arrested at a taxpayer-funded community center for not showing proof she was vaxxed. Uh, check this out. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to this lady right here. Why are you asking her to leave? Okay, this is between her and us, not yourself. Why are you asking her to leave? Answer. Okay. You can go over here. No. So you can you give us a ticket to identify mm. yourself to us mm. right now or trespass the property because they asked you not to. This is a public facility that we paid for. They've asked you to leave. Do you have identification on you? Mm. Because you will be arrested on a trespass to property okay. at the request of the facility. You don't want to do this in front of your children, right? Dang. And we are not trespassing. Yes, you are. And they're going to physically remove this woman in front of her kids. Those kids will grow up to hate their government. Oh, jeez. I mean, she could have comp- complied just to avoid the kids being scared out of their wits, seeing their mother like this. Yeah, but my kids but need to see that. She's taking a principled stand. Right? Why are you arresting her? And she's got a mask on. Why are you arresting her? You didn't say why she's under arrest. Right now it's under the Trespass to Property Act. The Trespass the Property Act. <laughs> I swear they're making up half this crap <laughs> that, on the fly. That's absolutely made up. Yep. Uh, we just signed the this, press kids. Pa- trespass community. We are within our rights. Why, why did you arrest her? I've already told you twice. It's At not least. trespassing. We are within our rights. We have been asked by the facility manager. Uh-huh. We are. Pre- what's your name? My name is right here on my. And what's what, what, And what's your Pass what's your partner's name? I'm Oda Kincardin. Feel free to contact and find out the rules. Found out the rules. My mandate is not a lock. Mm. True. Good point. Excuse me. And there you go. That's uh Ah Wow, that's really sad. And pathetic. The West is falling. Yeah, oh yeah. By by yeah. our own hand. Uh-huh. Well, and we've long said there's prob there's no foreign power that can defeat us from without. If we are to be defeated, it will be because of what we're doing within. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Inflation? What inflation? What do you mean? What are you talking about? Well, we're talking about the 30-year high that inflation hit in August. It's gotten worse since then. Uh, And that's according to the Department of Commerce. So there's no getting around this. Higher cost of goods, one of several reasons why Biden has seen his approval rating plummet to the lowest of his presidency despite the White House blaming alarmingly low numbers on unvaccinated Americans. Oh, nice. No matter what the issue, Mm -hmm. it's unvaccinated Americans that are causing the problem. Which I guess is, uh, I guess I had to mix it up a little bit because it used to be climate change. Yeah. Now we're blaming. So I guess there's there's three things that you can blame every ill on, right? Mm -hmm. It's climate change, unvaccinated Americans, or Trump. Okay. Yes. (laughs) And a fourth one, race. 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 You can blame that on racism. Yeah. Um, 
Biden continually quotes Moody Moody's analytics in his little get-togethers with the press. And well, Moody Moody says that, <laughs> that, um, that we need to do this because it'll create a higher percentage of Americans that go back to work. Uh, but this time, this Moody's analytics did not support Uh-oh. what the president has been trying to sell. Try harder, old man. The financial outlet recently exposed how uh, Americans are paying as much as $2,100 a year more for necessities than we were before Biden. For households earning the U.S. median annual income of 70000 the current inflation rate has forced them to spend $175 a month extra on food fuel and housing well that seems low that number like i think we're spending 175 yeah. yeah well it's 2100 a year i mean that is impactful in yeah. anybody's life no but what i'm saying is it feels like that number like it should is, be worse yeah, yeah yeah at least uh just just in the products we buy and i think we're paying more than an extra 175 a month so hmm. and like we told you last week the products are shrinking in size as the price goes up. Shrinkflation. So you're getting less for more. Feels good. That's the first time since 1764 that's happened. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what set them off? Yeah. Like, well, it's one of the things. There were many, but that oh, okay. was, you know, the commerce, there was the Commerce Act. Yep. Uh <sighs> And then the, and the Sugar Act. The Sugar Act. And Corby, I didn't realize this fun fact in history. Uh, Corby says in the Sugar Act, um, they slipped in a uh, local mask ordinance for the Boston. You said it was a Boston, like the metro area there? Regional. Uh, region, it was a regional uh, mask mandate that the king uh, put in place just because he hated Massachusetts around that time. Remember Who that? can blame him? I mean, that, yeah. that's when it got ugly. Yeah. But, uh, huh. Yeah. Interesting. Learn something new every day on Pat Gray Unleashed. That's right. This is something you can share this weekend at parties. Oh, you be sure to family get-togethers. I'll do that. (laughs) Did you know that inflation is at its worst since uh, the nation started fighting for freedom in 1764? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't like the tea (laughs) stuff. It was. It was because it was in smaller boxes. Like you know, they they got they getting gypped. You know. Mm -hmm. uh, So this might matriculate for the next several weeks and then before you know it aoc is going to be giving a speech that says you know why people make such a big deal about mask mandates the founding fathers had one <laughs> we, we can probably convince um, her like whatever we gotta work on you this know, make this a life whatever life, life goal just like just like whatever <laughs> more packer unleashed coming up it's pat gray unleashed on the blades I am Pat of Helena, son of Joseph. Why don't we introduce ourselves like that anymore? It was, you know, really powerful. That is. You know, tell them, tell them where you were from. That usually became your last name, like Helen of Troy, <laughs> Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, yeah, okay. But it's also a descriptor, like Nazareth was frowned upon by the Jews. They thought that was the dregs of the earth. And uh, it's interesting that Jesus was from there because then you have to have a little more faith and you have to pay a little bit better attention. So I'll just say that uh, Keith of Marietta just doesn't, doesn't have a ring to it. No, come on. No, that doesn't all right, work. All right. So we won't call you Keith Marietta. 
Thanks. I guess. Yeah. Uh, Malinak will have to do for now. Yeah, oh, that's so much easier. Got some tweets here. This vaccine, uh, this from Bo, this vaccine mandate stuff is getting crazy. I work for a large manufacturing plant here in Texas, and they're forcing us to get the shot. If we don't get fully vaccinated by January 1st, they're going to consider it a volunteer voluntary resignation mm-hmm. by us. Wow. Well, you got a few months to find an attorney. Or a different job. Or a different job. By the way, what's the website where you can get it without the... Uh, the one I know off the top of my head is jobsnotjabs.com. <clears throat> Catchy title. Catchy name. Catchier than Keith of Marietta. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Petty Officer America, it was the weather. Oh, no. Uh, oh, yeah, the pilots. Oh, the yeah. pilots, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the yeah, yeah. Southwest saying, oh, it was a weather delay. The weather was so nice, all the pilots took last-minute vacations to enjoy <laughs> the day. Yep. From Pew Pew One Pew, given the current situation, they know that there's no way they'll win in a fair election in 2022. So watch out for upcoming lockdowns and mandatory mail-in voting to ensure they don't lose. Uh, YouTube, uh, just to be clear, that was uh, the opinion of, of someone who tweeted. The individual there on the tweet. <clears throat> Rowdy introvert. Tweets, uh, the medical staff may have more time to stage the dummies because they finally stopped the TikTok dance videos. <laughs> That's great. Uh, also, this, got this note from Barbara yeah. about Aaron Lewis, whose music we just I just discovered. Uh, yeah, his song, Am I the Only One? Man, that was in my head all day yesterday. Powerful. So good. Um, anyway, a little information on Aaron Lewis and his background. Aaron Lewis is my niece's husband, Barbara says. And he's the former lead singer of Stained. That's who we could think of. Ah. Yep. Thus the really heavy-duty voice that he has. Am I the only one <laughs> willing to fight? That's good. I, mean, I don't know that we just, even, he even says that in the song. I don't even know that's the lyric, yeah. <laughs> just, uh, yeah. Uh, so he left the band, <laughs> of course, obviously, and is now a country singer. Yeah, from heavy metal to uh, country. To country. That's, that's an interesting you transition. That crossover. No, sometimes you get pop stars oh like Hootie from Hootie and the yeah, Blowfish. I got, yeah, I got Rob in my Rucker. Yeah, Darius saying Rucker. who? Yeah. Darius Rucker. Uh, yeah, yeah, Rob saying, that's not heavy. Okay, fine. Stained? Yeah, okay, fine. It's metal. I, I, I don't even know. Grunge? But, okay, if you, you had to draw like a... It's an alternative. Now we got alternative uh, mm. being thrown at me from Corby. But how, how? Where's the where's the line between metal and heavy, uh, Rob? Wh- how do you determine where to, where where it becomes heavy? It's weird that okay, we can't hear. I anyone, can't. Uh, so yeah, I won't repeat we what you have, said either. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably best. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on then. Uh, look at this page. This airport twi- uh, page. That uh, a guy goes up to the <laughs> this is fun. goes up to the counter and wants somebody in the airport. Oh, paged. Okay. Here's what happened. What video number is it? And it went a little something. Well, no, no, it's right there on your sheet. I write it. Oh, eight. eight. Cut eight. Eight and go. Cut eight. For several days now, no, I have I, been. I, no, that's, that's not, not cut eight. <laughs> so you lied. Okay. <laughs> no, wait, wait, I wrote eight on the on the sheet in blue. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I yes, you did. Myself. Okay. Well, I, I don't. What uh, number is it actually? Yeah, I don't see it on here. Do we not have it? That's oh. good. I'm glad we set That's this up. That's good. I will have to circle, circle back, back on, on that one. I don't know. Anyway, he goes up and asks them to, uh, hey, could you page? Let's go, Brandon. Let's go is his first name and yeah. uh, Brandon his last name. <laughs> so she pages. 
Let's go, Brandon. This is happening everywhere, by the way. The chants are spreading. It, it's uh, so it's like it's the family friendly version of of talking to the president. F Joe Biden, <laughs> which is yeah. the real chant. I like that that people are chanting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Brian R- Williams has a really good explanation for why all this stuff is happening. Why? Why the nasty attitude towards this president who's done so much for us in such a short amount of time? (laughs) Uh, Here's his thoughts on what's gone wrong. How much should Biden and the people around him be worried about these polling numbers? And here's a free shot. How much of it is the result of really crappy reporting by mainstream news media <laughs> using kind of uh-huh. false equivalent standards false equivalent that stopped standard. in 1978 and is as what? if Donald Trump was never president? As far as Biden's <laughs> approval numbers, look, I think that some of this stuff is out of his hands and some of it's in his hands. I think the uh-huh. comeback of the Delta virus is okay, the big reason virus. why we're seeing the uh, disapproved numbers go up. Um, obviously, you can point to red state governors really more than Biden yeah, in that, but he's, he's taking the brunt of the, the the pain. I think that happens when you're the president. Uh, I also think this Quinnipiac poll in particular might be a bit of an outlier. So I think everybody you know in the Democratic sure. Party should take a deep breath before yeah, you know just fully relax. hyperventilating over it. Um, I think your point about you know your the media feeling like one. they need to kind of play mm-hmm. both sides of this and give Biden Pause the, same for a second. They gave the Trump. media feeling like they have to take both sides. No, they take neither side. They go down the middle and they report the news. That's what you should be doing. But Brian Williams' point is, uh, we're not doing enough for this guy. We're not we're not praising him nearly enough, and we're talking too much about his bad decisions. And all the things going wrong. <laughs> that is incredible. So now the the media think it's their job God. to spin this president in a positive way. They got nothing, man. Oh, that's unreal. Nothing. So Williams uh, throwing all objectivity of the media right out the window. Hey, uh, don't you think that uh, it's been crappy reporting? We've just been saying mean things about this guy it needs to stop Mm -hmm. because think about this trump yeah okay Okay, yeah you're right right. you got a point yep yep yep. you got a point we're gonna fall in line they're just propagandists to that guy's point of it uh, what was it 38 percent? is that what it was yeah okay that that being an outlier totally right i mean such Mm -hmm. an outlier because i'm looking at other polls right now where the approval rate of joe biden like 80 85 uh no not quite. Almost there. 40, 40, and 41. So you've got a 40, a 40, a 41, and now this 38, that crazy outlier. It's, it's right in I line know. with every other poll. But I think what we could be looking at here is, Brian is an outlier. It's just an outlier. That's unbelievable. The numbers don't lie. Oh, boy. They've got... And they completely nothing. glossed over. Like Afghanistan, the Afghanistan withdrawal had nothing to do with this. Yeah, I think it could be the hmm. COVID numbers. We're not treating him nice with kit gloves. Hmm. Yeah, uh, Afghanistan, mm-hmm. the border, In- yeah. inflation. inflation. Uh, the list goes on and on. There comes a time when that belongs to you, you know, and I think we're long past that time. It belongs to this administration. Yeah, and what was that guy's point? He said, I think what we're seeing here are these red state governors. Uh, it's really a reflection on them. Wait, red state yeah. governors who don't want all these lockdowns, who want freedom from these mandates, who are trying to lock down their borders? 
What was the other stuff? Uh, I guess we can't really do anything in Afghanistan, uh, so that, that that definitely doesn't apply. Mm-hmm. Uh, inflation? I mean, that's on you, bro. Sorry. You got a lame horse. Yep. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh and speaking of the media, somebody asked uh, you know, the Ben and Jerry goofballs, the co founders of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Uh super liberal progressives. Everybody knows that, I think. And uh they are more of an activist company than a company that likes to sell ice cream. It's just it's it, it's amazing. And somebody asked them the interesting question, okay, so why you won't sell your company won't sell ice cream in Israel, but you also disagree with the things that are going on in Texas and Georgia. Why aren't you boycotting them? Why aren't you pulling your ice cream from Texas and Georgia? Huh? They couldn't answer that question. <laughs> First of all, they shouldn't have any problem. They're, they talked about the uh, voter rights that have been lost in Georgia. Georgia, like Texas, added more ways in which you can vote. Uh, and they're still being lied about. But uh, the two of them, they don't even they don't even own Ben and Jerry's anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That it was purchased back in 2000. The year 2000 for 21 years. Wait a minute. They didn't just give it away since they're socialists. They don't need all that money. That's right. right. Why are they making a profit off their business? I don't care for that. Uh, so anyway, in uh, in answering the question, they were like, "Yeah, we don't. I don't know. I don't know why that happened, or I can't think of a really good excuse right now. Except I want to make money from our ice cream, so I'm going to continue to sell it in Texas and Georgia, whereas Israel's not that big a deal, and we can afford to take the loss there. Ah, these that just aggravates me." Uh, they're 70 years old now, and I think, you know, they made all the money they possibly could want, and so now they just don't care. And they just Now they can be full-on activists so and focus on that. So are they still connected to the company? What, because they, they get to use their... I'll bet they're on the board or ben something. Jerry's name? This, this article doesn't really mention okay. their involvement, but obviously they're still involved yeah. uh, because people are talking to them about Ben & Jerry's, but they're probably on the board. Uh, but they did see one of them. Let's see. It was Ben who said uh, after being asked, if you disagree with the Israeli government policy, why not just stop sales completely? And Ben said, well, I disagree with U.S. policy. We couldn't stop selling in the U.S. Now, I think it's fine to be involved with a country, to be a citizen of a country and to protest some of the country's actions. And that's essentially what we're doing in terms of Israel. We hugely support Israel's right to exist. Wow, that's big of you. <laughs> that's really big of you. So I guess Israelis can rest easy now. But we're against a particular policy. <sighs> I, I, honestly, I would not miss them if they were out of Texas. I, I don't. Oh, I wouldn't. Either. You know what I mean? I wouldn't either. I never buy Ben and Jerry's ice cream, and it's because of this. I. I can't stand their activism, and I don't want to contribute to that company. But, you know, on the right, we always just make those quiet decisions and don't make a big deal out of the fact that, hey, we need a boycott! Boycott Ben and Jerry's! Even though it probably would be pretty effective. <laughs> yeah, by the way, uh, since the uh, since they sold, right, uh, the two founders, you know, Ben and Jerry, yep. they've remained at the company with very little influence 
and cla- oh. claimed to have no responsibility and no authority, end quote. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, that's a, that's a sweet gig right there. Sweet. So they just roll in front of a camera every now and then to not answer questions about their company. To give a price on the sale for these two Ooh, socialists? Good. Let's see. Did they just donate it to that company out uh, of the goodness of their hearts? Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> And it was 21 years ago, so keep in mind, any figure is going to be oh gosh, yeah, much larger now. So 21 years ago, okay, uh, they sold it for 326 million dollars. Oh my gosh! Wow, nobody needs that kind of money. Uh-uh. I think at some point you've made enough money. So uh, hmm. let's see, let's see, let me just see how uh, how this works here. If I can calculate this real fast. 2000, okay, cool. What did I say? 326-000-000. Calculate. Uh, $518 today. So, half over half a billion dollars for those socialists. In today's money. (laughs) Wow. All right, let me tell you about Built built Bars. Uh, If you, these are, these guys... Uh, Nick Greer at Bill Bar, these are the antithesis mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of Ben and Jerry. <clears throat> this is a really great company and a, and really great people uh, who are in charge of it. And so I love to see their success. Bill Bars are fantastic. They taste great and they're not going to wreck your diet. Or if you're trying to eat, you know, just eat better and not gain a bunch of weight. These are only 180 calories or less in each bar, four to five grams of sugar and net carbs, 18 grams of protein. So you don't have to feel guilty after enjoying a Built Bar. Go to Built.com, use the promo code PAT15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Promo code PAT15 for 15% off at Built.com. Gray Unleashed. October 12th. Uh, snow in Montana. Freaking yeah. global warming. <laughs> Dang it. Darn, if only. If only we didn't release so much CO2 into the atmosphere. Ugh. Could have had our first snowfall in August. Right? Or something. Or something. Yeah, I don't know how I don't it works. Know. Whatever. No, wait, wait, no, Keith. Other way. <laughs> <laughs> could have had our first snowfall in January month. Wait. And by the way, it's the weather couldn't have been more perfect than yesterday in, in Dallas, Texas. Yep. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was my uh, anniversary, and we did this uh, thing. I've never done this before. We took a gondola ride, and we didn't have to go to Venice to do it. They have that. Are you familiar with Lake Carolyn here in Irving? Not heard of that at all. Ah, it's such a cool Because that was going to be my next question. <clears throat> Where do you do a gondola ride around here? There is this pretty massive, it's like a three-mile lake. That's not right here, is it? Yeah, it's it's where all the, you know, the Irving high-rises are. Yeah. The business section there where they built the Toyota Music Factory. That's, I thought it was going to be my next it's question. It's in that neighborhood. Okay. Yeah, so I've seen the lake. Yeah. Well, some company runs a gondola service, and... You can eat a really nice dinner huh. while the gondola uh, gondolier gondolier just rows you around the lake. How <laughs> cool is really, that? And the weather was so perfect. It, it, it was perfectly perfect. situated between what's it's going to start raining again tonight. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Sunday night we had just like Armageddon roll through. Had a line of storms that like I guess stretched past Kansas City all the way through Texas because they had to stop the 
Sunday night game because of it. But boy, it was just it was like five minutes of just wicked storms. Yeah. And then it was over. So you wedged this in there beautifully. My question is, what mm-hmm. if you're not done eating by the time your little tour is over? Does the guy just? <laughs> you're, it's an hour and a half trip. Okay. So you're a pretty slow eater if you're yeah. not done eating. But that's you, fun. You can't take it with you. It was awesome. It was just fantastic. Yeah. The weather was perfect. Huh. I didn't know it's so. If you've ever been to San Antonio, it's kind of like okay. the Riverwalk there, except with gondolas, and it's much deeper. You know, you, I think the canal water in San Antonio three feet deep. Yeah, this lake before you get to the canals, um, you go rowing through this lake. It's sixty-three feet deep. And this man-made, man-made lake. How long is sixty-three feet? Crazy. Oh, I've got I've got questions. I've got questions. <laughs> really? If, if they're digging right. this out, you know, with the machinery, right? Yep. Like, how do they eventually get the thing out? Does it eventually climb itself out 63 feet later? Because if you're down there with the backhoe thing. I, I don't know. know, but it was built clear back in 1976. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's old. And we've been here for, what, nine years now? I had no idea it right. existed. Right. Literally... Half a mile from this studio. Boy, we don't get out much, do we? But man, is it cool. So, so is it like if a, you're looking for something different to yeah. do on an anniversary or birthday or just to have a really nice, you know, date. Is a whole bunch of people on this boat? Like it's a rest like it's a setup? No, it's just it it's was literally me and Jackie just the two of you. And the gondolier. And, the, and that's just you oh my gosh. And then about halfway through the, the voyage, he starts singing. No, okay, now I'm out. Oh Solomio. Wow. He's really good. Okay. He had a great voice. What was his name? Singing at acapella. Jimmy. Jimmy the Gondolier. Jimmy the Gondolier. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome got to be a character somewhere. Jimmy the Gondolier. Yeah, so I highly recommend it. That was It that was really fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just a way to change things up. You know, because what I'm trying to do is change my, my conversation, uh, my traditions, hmm. and I'm trying to change my history. Um, like I was recommended to do. And Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. We are going to have to change our mm-hmm. conversation. Uh, we're going to have mm-hmm. to change our traditions, our history. We're going to have to move, move in, into, into a, a different, different place. place. Hmm. Right? Traditions? Yesterday, in many places around this country, speaking of changing traditions, was Indigenous Peoples Day, not Columbus Day. Uh, so... Talk about changing tradition. Christmas season is often just the holidays. Flag waving is basically a form of white supremacy now. Being polite, behaving well, getting good grades, white supremacy. <laughs> rioting and violence uh, rioting and violence had no no place in our acceptable society, but now it's acceptable if you're rioting and being violent over racial justice. Another tradition <clears throat> used to be that women got pregnant and had babies. Now men can too. <laughs> and women can have penises. Oh. And both can use either bathroom, whatever they identify as that particular day. Yeah, we're changing our traditions. Our history? How about the 1619 Project, which was proven and was admittedly false Yet, it's still being praised, and it's still being used in many school systems. Tearing down statues, founding fathers are being destroyed and rejected as rich white racists. We used to revere them. 
critical race theory. Our kids are being taught this nation is systemically racist. In other words, racism was built into the founding documents. Nothing could be further from the truth than that. How about our conversation? Well, you you can't even have conversations if you disagree with the prevailing theories on race, climate change, or gender. They'll just completely shut you down. So, yeah, uh, we're we're changing our conversation and our traditions and our history. And isn't it about time? Because what an evil nation we were up yeah. to this point. We're waking up. Yeah, we finally, we finally became woke. Yeah, I, I was just checking my uh, Android phone built-in calendar. It looks like it had had its own little internal battle yesterday because uh, it it marks uh, Monday the 11th as both Columbus Day and Indigenous Peoples Day. <laughs> I, I, <clears throat> and why did we? Why did we stop calling in many places? Stop with the Columbus uh, celebration. Well, and I guarantee because he, you, he committed genocide, right? Supposedly, which yes. is not true. Not, not not accurate at all. But the indigenous people, on the other hand, were no. completely peaceful and completely. wonderful. And they never did anything wrong. Yeah, that's why it's okay to celebrate them and not Columbus. Yeah, <laughs> even uh, though they did, uh, they committed genocide. On other tribes. Right, right. I, I love the, the story that uh, Chris Brady sent us, uh, works with the program. Genocide, <clears throat> slavery, and rape. Let's remember the atrocities yeah. of indigenous peoples. Uh, there's another brave article. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. I would like to point out that there are 574 federally recognized tribes, uh, Native American tribes in this country. Okay. And yet we just, we just, we just shove them all together in one generic Indi- indigenous peoples day. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Where's the Cherokee Day? Right. They should all have their own. Where's the Sioux Day? Yeah. Come on. Especially since the Cherokee people are... Oh, no. I'm sorry, y'all. You know, so proud to live. (laughs) And so proud to die. Yeah. You know, because we took the whole Cherokee Nation Uh and we put them on that reservation. (laughs) Then we took away their way of life. In their day, Pat. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Jason Whitlock. Uh, you know him. You love him from, you know, what, Fox Sports, ESPN, back in the day, all those things. Um, and, of course, on the Blaze now, Blaze uh, Radio Network and Television Network, Fearless with uh, Jason Whitlock. Plus, he contributes great articles uh, that are just really brave. Very talented writer. Yeah. And courage. Uh, Jason, welcome to uh, the Pat Gray program. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Uh, to you as well. Um, let's start with the article that uh, kind of kicked this into gear. And it's uh, it's fascinating to me. And I just I wonder what kind of feedback you get when you write things like Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and the Super Bowl halftime show will be a celebration of lyrical porn and the satanic race religion. <laughs> that is awesome and true, but what kind of, I'll bet you get some blowback, some serious, serious blowback. Uh, Yeah, I get what you would expect, but I've been getting it for so long, it doesn't feel like blowback. It feels like the wind's beneath my sail. Uh, <laughs> so... You gotta great. turn a, a negative into a positive, and look, 
you know, woke culture and, you know, the, the, the left and this satanic culture that they're imposing on America, uh, people, they, they got an army, they got a cult uh, following that, you know, anybody that doesn't hop on board with their narrative and their point of view is either, if you're black, you're either a sellout, you're an Uncle Tom, if, if you're white, you're racist, you're homophobic, you're... you're right. You're one of those bad things, and, uh, you know, I, I try to tell people that my point of view is driven by, you know, my football background and my church upbringing. It's really not political. It, it's just those were the things that were instilled in me at my church and playing football as a kid all the way through college. Uh, you know, it's just a common-sense approach to life. It's a belief that, you know, I'm in control of my destiny and uh, the rest of the world, the way the world is going right now, it's like, man, uh, we're not in control of our own destiny. The elites are in control and we should just take whatever crumbs they offer us. Absolutely. Walk us through the satanic race religion comment. Um, How did that develop in your mind? Well, I mean, just at some point, what what I've come to accept and realize is that a lot of what the left is doing is is satanic in nature. And pre- I, I can't say that everybody involved in the left knows that that's what's going on. Right. But that is what's going on. And when, when you start talking about justifying all desires and everything has to be normalized, uh, and when you start talking about the destruction of truth and the hostility towards truth, what God is about is truth. Yes. And uh, when you're that hostile to truth, when when all of your narratives are based on lies, uh, it, it, it to mm-hmm. me at some point you got to say, look, this is satanic. This is just an affront to God. And so uh, what the Bible teaches and what you know, our worldview was for several hundred years here in America was that, you know, limiting your desires and making, you know, not giving in to all of your desires is what a Christian upbringing kind of taught you is like a lot of your desires are not good. Right. Uh, they're actually evil and you must tame them. And we're living in a society now where, you know, hey, if you feel like a woman, Let's all make rules and laws that normalize that and make concessions to that. And so if tomorrow you feel like a dog or a cat, eventually we're going to get there and, you know, make change all the laws so the people that feel like dogs and cats can eat out of any dog bowl they see. And, you and know, crawl through your little it, doggy door and your front door. Yeah. yeah. It's on fire hydrants and all that. It's all legal. Uh and so we're just building a war, a, a, a world view that, and I say this in all seriousness, like Aleister Crowley, the saint this or whatever, it's that do what thou wilt. And so whatever you desire, just do it. And, you know, it, that ties into Nike and this globalist agenda and and none of this stuff we start to, oh, it's just an accident that... And these aren't accidents. They're trying to build a world based on the philosophy of do what thou wilt. 
and they're having a lot of success with it right now, Pat. I got to be honest. Yeah, I know. Uh, they sure are. We're we're going for it. Yeah. Uh, t- tell me about the rap music and your thoughts on um, what rappers can get away with, as opposed to anybody else in society. I mean, if if you were to have tweeted a, a word that they use on a regular basis. Uh, five or ten years ago and somebody digs it up and fi- you're done you're canceled but uh it's perfectly fine for dr dre and and snoop dogg and I, I think it's great that you compare them to hugh hefner and larry flint as being you know basically lyrical pornographers yeah i, I think look what's the mm. most downloaded or searched or thing on the internet it's porn Mm-hmm. And that's lowest common denominator. And again, men in a society that have gone as secular as we have uh, is going to go for the lowest common denominator. And so the music industry kind of figured that out and said, you know, we'll come up mm-hmm. with a lyrical pornography. And mm-hmm. people are. It yeah, it, it, it's worked beautifully. But, but what hasn't. What didn't happen for Hugh Hefner and Larry Flint is they were never mainstreamed into society and presented as uh, legitimate or mainstream influencers or whatever. Hugh Hefner wasn't getting invited to the White House. Larry Flint wasn't getting invited to the White House. As it relates to rappers, we've mainstreamed them and baked them right into the top of the elite society and they're... Mm you know, legitimate influencers. They're getting invited to the White House. And I just find this amazing. And and, and Mm -hmm. look, I'm not someone that doesn't understand the allure of pornography. I'm not some prude that, you know, has never been to Pornhub. I'm just, Pat, I'm very (laughs) transparent. I'm just not. You are. Same same goes for (laughs) rap music. But but I just don't believe. And look, I, I've been to Hugh Hefner's house or back in it back when he was popular and back twice for parties. But but I, I just never thought of Hugh Hefner as someone that needs to be at the forefront of American culture and right. mainstream to some legitimate person of influence. And let's sit down with Hugh Hefner and talk about political issues and social issues and he's a leader and he's got solutions for police violence and he's got the solution for this or that like we've done with rappers rappers uh express prison values uh misogyny racism uh every they denigrate black people uh and and somehow they're seen as you know the top cultural influencers and jay-z's now a a member of the nfl and helping the nfl come up with policies and all this stuff yeah i I just it's just amazing how we have elevated these guys to a place of prominence we've never done with other pornographers Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know again i'm someone that grew up as a kid listening to a lot of rap music and again, I get the allure. Lowest common denominator works, mm-hmm. but it should never be placed on a pedestal in a society that's, that's trying to function in a non-chaotic way. Yeah, uh, which brings me to uh, 
your latest article where you're talking about Randy Moss using John Gruden to take ESPN's Tears for Jeers campaign to the next level. You know, you, you dig up 10-year-old John Gruden emails, and he's immediately canceled. I mean, just done right from the get-go. Uh, but others, like you just outlined, get away with it completely, and it's completely acceptable. Where uh, where do we go from here? Look, the John to take we were just the NFL just kicked John Gruden out for mm-hmm. stuff he said in private emails that were never meant for public consumption. Go listen to Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, any of their music, all for public consumption. At, at, in, one, in Dr. Dre's last album, Eminem rapped that even the women that I rape have orgasms. He didn't say orgasms. Uh, but but wow. these guys say some of the crudest, wow. vilest things in the world. And the NFL is going to make <sighs> them Jeez. the premier act at its Super Bowl. Yep. They're going to put them in front of the largest audience that television has to offer. That what they've said and the pervasiveness of what they said uh, makes John Gruden look like a fly on an elephant's rear end. And <laughs> <laughs> so these guys are worthy of a Super Bowl platform. John Gruden must be canceled and removed from the NFL because of what was said in private emails. And, and, and then when you just this society we're building where there is no privacy, that everybody's emails and text messages at some point can and will be used against them. No, no, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's baffling to me that we're going for this, uh, but we're going for it, Pat, and I'll try to tie it all together back to this whole packaging of all issues in race that, you know, LGBT issues are actually racial justice issues Every issue is a racial justice issue, mm-hmm. and we've turned race into this religion. And the highest form of the race religion is, is blackness, and you can't criticize anything that's packaged as black because, therefore, you're racist and you're booted out of the religion. Yeah. And this is dangerous, and people that have any type of biblical worldview, any type of Christian values— needs to recognize that Christianity or belief in God is being replaced by this race and political religions and and everybody's worldview. Their first thoughts are, okay, as a black person, how do I feel about this? As a Democrat, how do I feel about this? As a Republican, how I feel about this? We've gotten away from asking, as a Christian, as a believer, how do I feel about this? All these other things have been prioritized ahead of that, and that's why our society looks like Babylon. Uh, just to accentuate your point a little bit on uh, how all of these things are black issues, it's fascinating to me when you when you go to the Black Lives Matter website and they talk about the destruction of the Western family as one of their goals, and I think they removed that eventually because it was biting them in the butt. But they also adopted virtually every LGBTQQIA2 plus uh, cause that exists out there, and they just made it their own. How how did that happen? Why are you embracing all of that, too? That's a separate movement. Do you have to be uh, linked with all of them? And apparently the answer is yes. Yeah, uh, the, the Democratic Party has 
frame blackness as a political ideology. And it, it, blackness isn't a skin color. It, it, it's, 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 it's a political ideology. Mm-hmm. And in order to be in good standing in blackness, you must swallow all Democratic policies. And so the, the Democrats are for abortion. And so even if you're black and you're raised in the church and your views are biblical, as a rela- you have to abandon that and take on the Democrats' position that abortion is good. Yeah. And the slaughter of babies and a high, high percentage of them black babies, mm-hmm. those are actually good things. That's a positive. Uh, LGBT, regardless of what your church says about it, Democrats say this is good and you must hop on board with it and be, or you're not black. And so yep. I, I, it's the most incredible thing that I've ever seen. And the fact that we have swallowed this all in the name of Barack Obama, because, you know, idolatry is out of control in a secular society. And Barack Obama is, you know, baby Jesus to a lot of people. And, <laughs> and the, the fight for, again, this is all about a fight for power. Mm-hmm. And, and we've gotten wrapped up in that, and we're u- they're using race to hold on to power. They're using every issue to hold on to power. Uh, and it's, you know, Pat, I, my parents have always been upset with me, friends. Are, I, I've never voted because I, I just, I, I, I don't like politics. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be wrapped up in anyone's political agenda and and it's not and again i've been very transparent it's not that i'm some prudish person that hasn't uh given in to some of the you know things that go along with the world or whatever but mm. i i've just reached an age where i really just want to be good with god and you know screw all the rest That's great. yep and That's and I, we've just gotten away from that as a society you know, we want to make sure we're good with social media. Uh, we want to make sure that whoever these false idols are, LeBron James, and, oh, I hope they might retweet or like me or hope they don't ever get upset with anything I say in a public space. I, and, and so none of our thoughts are related to what does God think and did he retweet or like anything that I say? <laughs> <laughs> we're much more concerned with LeBron James and yep. Christy Teigen and Alexander Ocasio. Ah, it's it's, <laughs> it's crazy, man. We're living in a crazy time. Jason, thanks for all you do. Um, it's so much better when it when it comes from you than than you know Whitey because Whitey is just a racist if he says any of these things. But uh, you can make it stick. Do you get the sense? that there are are more blacks in the in the community that are turning around and and realizing what is going on and how the left has used them for centuries now is it yes, turning I around at all do, pat yeah, yeah yeah i actually i i think pat and i wrote about this last week talked about it what dave Chappelle did in his comedy routine was pretty eye-opening i think it's the first yeah. time that black people are like, well, hold on, Dave. Dave Chappelle has actually talked about the LGBT movement and and how it has been 
prioritize well ahead of black people and uh, whatever our concerns are, it's been prioritized well ahead of that. And I think no that question. His, him saying that from that platform, I think, is one of the few times where black people as, as whole, like, well, what is Dave getting at? And it's like their minds have been open that perhaps we're being used. And so when I, I see someone like Dave Chappelle show the kind of courage uh, and brilliance that he showed in his last Netflix special, it, it gives me a little hope that, you know, if he's got the courage to say that, he, he, his fingers are in the air and saying, you know what, people are ready to hear this. Mm-hmm. And and so I, I do think there's an opportunity uh, for people's eyes to be awakened to what's really going on. It's fearless with Jason Whitlock and you will find out that the show is aptly named. Uh, Jason, thanks for coming on. Appreciate all you're doing. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Uh, wow. 888-900-3393. A, a courageous guy. Love him. He's just fantastic. Um, if you love your firearm, you like to practice with it, but you don't love the incredible, out, incredibly outrageous price of ammo right now that's just through the roof, and you're looking for a cost-effective, safe, and simple way to practice iTarget Pro was invented to give law-abiding gun owners a better way to train in the safety and privacy of their own home. So instead of a bullet in the chamber, you use a laser bullet. And when you pull the trigger, it just shows you where your shots are landing on the target. So it's safe. You can let the kids uh, safely use it and practice with you right in the comfort and privacy, again, of your own home. Uh, You don't have to wear masks. I assume in your own home. Uh, and <laughs> optional, optional, optional. Of right. course, if you want to, that's fine as well. No, no judgment. We're not here to judge. Uh, so try this out. It's really fun and it's really uh, affordable and practical. It's going to pay for itself in like one use. Go to itargetpro.com, save ten percent plus, get free shipping with the offer code Pat. Smartest way for you to practice pays for itself. Literally, in one day. The letter I, then TargetPro.com. iTargetPro.com. Offer code, Pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. Got some tweets here. Uh, Jimmy Dimples tweets. Hmm, nice intro, but James of the greater metropolitan Mayberry area. Son of Louis. <laughs> it doesn't quite roll off the tongue. That was an open from almost an hour ago now. Unfortunately, we didn't get to these tweets in time. Uh, Jeffy's Meat Sweats. I'd serve a legal letter stating I am not voluntarily resigning mm. and will continue to exercise my terms of employment I was hired under, along with exercising my right over my body. It's a good way to do it because those seem to be legal arguments and you might be setting up some legal action in the future and maybe that will come home to your employer i wonder there's got to be a resource some sort of website that lists these attorneys that will take these cases yeah Uh, in fact jeffy's meat sweats last line is please send any dismissal notices to my attorney yeah i like it that's good (laughs) i've seen your hernia (laughs) uh tweets no jab equals Consider that a voluntary resignation. Could we take a, a ribeye and consider it pudding? That doesn't make it so. 
Yeah, if you take a ribeye steak and you say this is pudding, it doesn't make it pudding. Yeah, I'd rather it just stay as a ribeye steak. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Even if even if it did make it pudding, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't understand. Now no. Biden might. We're going to leave it as a steak. And the proof is pudding is in eating. <laughs> <laughs> California is moving toward a ban on gas lawnmowers and leaf blowers. Continue to commit suicide, California. Great. They're going to outlaw the sale of new gas-powered lawnmowers, leaf blowers, chainsaws, as early as 2024 under a new law. It's already been signed by Gavin Newsom. They are so stupid. So dumb. The law requires all newly sold small motor equipment primarily used for landscaping to be zero emission Essentially, to be battery-operated or plug-in. <laughs> this is going to work out uh, well. It's going to go well. I can't wait to watch this play out. And that's by the target date of 2024. New portable gas-powered generators was, must also be zero emission by 2028. So they can't be sold in the state. So, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm, right now, I'm pouring concrete on the border of uh, any state around California, Oregon, Nevada. I, you know, Arizona. You just put a uh, mm-hmm. just put a store, a big giant super center of every kind of lawnmower, gas powered, of course, of course, ever manufactured. I'm gonna sell it. Absolutely. Now tomorrow we'll also tell you about the uh, global stilling hmm. that's being blamed. Global global stilling. Oh, I can't wait to hear about this. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's that we're lacking wind enough to power wind energy. So we'll get into wait, the wait a minute. Now global stilling it's tomorrow. It's not windy now. <laughs> it's not windy because climate change. Okay. okay. All right. Have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow, and Jeffy will be here. Chew the fat.